Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one, except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's the podcast that if you bought it from Ikea, the instructions would be two blank pages. It's guys of a certain age, Robbie Kovalich in studio alongside... Art Shirley and Jay Reed. I don't know what the third page would be, but we've only had two people here for most of the time, so it just seemed appropriate. Yeah. Ouch. What? Feeling it. Feeling the pressure. Are you? Are Actually, you? Well, you're, Robbie's been gone, too. I yeah, know. We've right. all been gone. We've all been but, gone. Uh, that's right. That's right. Well, you're the one with the full notebook, Jay. I know. Isn't that great? What does that portend? What does that mean? It means I get a new notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed a lot of it said art was mean to me. Robbie was mean to me. <laughs> it's not a journal. <laughs> <laughs> he would never bring his journal here. At, at 30 seconds in, <laughs> they started making fun of me again. And I wasn't even there. That's right. That's it. That's it. It's so, not as much fun if you're not here. It's really not. I well, appreciate just, that. I'm gonna try to try to be here some yeah, this summer, but I probably won't. That's the way it goes. So, all right, let's jump into some geeks of the week. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. You go first. How about that? Okay. Uh, we've heard rumors. We may have talked about it even on the show. If not, I think we've discussed it sometime otherwise. But we may have talked about it last week that uh, the next Star Wars project that Dave Filoni is going to be directing. John Favreau is producing, Dave Filoni is directing, is tentatively called Heir to the Empire. And we thought, oh, great, they're going to be using Timothy Zahn's trilogy, uh, Heir to the Empire, which is just a great, great Star Wars uh, piece of fiction, I would say. I think you enjoyed it as well, Robbie. Right? It was great. Now we're hearing that uh, what they'll probably re- be doing is taking the title, and that's about it. Uh, they're going to recast or not recast they're going to use characters from uh rebels and clone wars some of dave filoni's characters as opposed to the original luke han and leia uh they're going to use those instead uh, as the main characters in the movie so is it may not have, have ray in it or is that something this else? is no. a different movie different yeah, okay. different, different different movie. yeah so um so that's kind of disappointing i'd kind of hope that they might you know, recast those characters and let us let us see those again. And stick the like I said, the the original trilogy that Timothy Zahn wrote, uh, that I think first introduced us to Thrawn. Yeah, uh, was such a great series of novels. Of course, a good story. You know? Keep it. Keep in mind, we were we were starved for Star Wars content. Yeah, that's then. true. But it was but there was a lot of it out there, and some not all of it was. I mean, I was reading a lot of it, Tom, and and not everything was as good as Heir to the Empire. No, Heir to the Empire was great. Timothy yeah. Zahn did a great job. Of course, you had the droids or cartoon series mm-hmm. was about all that you had available at yeah. that point. So. Han Solo at Wit's End or whatever that thing was. Not was not quite as good. Yeah, yeah. yeah Life Day Revisited, so the Wookiee Chronicles. <laughs> Oh, shudder, shudder, shudder. Yeah. But so, anyway, still interested in it, of course, but, you know, just kind of, to me, it's going to be curious to see what they come up with. All well, right. Jay, it's your turn it's behind my the turn. microphone. Behind the mic. Well, we're going to be talking about something marvelous. Marvelous, marvelous later. Marvelous. The marvelous Mrs. As Sean oh, Connery would Miss say. Guardian. <laughs> marvelous. So I have, uh, in researching a, a future episode... Uh, I came across some old superhero movies that I didn't know existed. And we'll get into more of that later, but that was kind of on my mind and I was looking for, searching for a geek today and came across, we'll go back in the Wayback Machine, but no popular mechanics, no popular science. This is just Marvel way back from 
1989, the movie The Punisher. Yeah. Yes. Which have y'all seen it? I don't. I don't. Parts I wasn't of. that interested at that time. With, is it the one with Thomas Jane? Yeah. It's the one it's, with it's um, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Thomas so Jane was later. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Tom, this is Dolph Lundgren movie, and yeah. it was, um, gosh, Lou Gossett Jr., I think, was kind of the, okay. the opposite. I will punish you. <laughs> that's, that's what he says, isn't it? I mean, that's actually it. Pretty. Well, you'd sound like him for sure. I mean, he did the same, <laughs> same character from Rocky you. IV or whatever he plays. I will well, that's the thing. You. you know, you look at the, I watched the trailer, and he's, you know, Dolph Lundgren with dark black hair. Yeah. Doesn't you know look like Dolph Lundgren? It looked good. I want to go back and watch it. I just thought it was interesting. They interviewed him on. You know, he's actually a really smart guy. He oh, got, I believe he's, it. He's got a degree from MIT. I mean, he's really, really, really? smart. Yeah. Yeah. No, they didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah, I will stump you. <laughs> that <laughs> was that the Punisher. Or is that just <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Who knows? Just yeah. Robbie. I, I think you was... got him to host Jeopardy. Then you know, if oh, he's gosh. that smart. <laughs> Well, hey. who knows? <laughs> it could happen. Or if he still. went to school the same time that uh, Tom Schultz from Boston went to MIT. I don't know. I if he could have played guitar, he would have had a completely different career. Yeah, it could be Punish Boston or mm-hmm. Boston Punisher. Or yeah. anyway. anyway. Yeah. Um, he was interviewed, I guess, fairly recently about this. And, you know, of course, That's my superhero 89. name, by the way, for bad word The Punisher? Play. The Punisher. The Pun. Oh. Uh, I thought Thank you were you. Dr. Q. Oh, that's right. I have many months. <laughs> It's a, I'm like Steve Rogers. I was Nomad. I was Captain America. We all should have know. a lot of aliases. That's that's the way to A-L-I. go. A-L-I. 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 <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. Well, listen to this quote. I thought it was I'm spot on. He said, uh, this is what Dolph Lundgren said. He said, I wasn't aware of the Marvel Universe then. Wasn't a big comic book fan. And in those days, it was kind of shady to play a comic book character. It was Kinda. risky. Now, okay, and then he says, now obviously, now obviously, once you win the Academy Award, the next thing you play is a Marvel character. <laughs> That's how it goes <laughs> these days. It really wow, kind of yeah. is. It kind of is, yeah. But mm-hmm. this one looked, actually, some of the ones that I found So this were, was after He-Man, though, right? And the Masters I of was, the Universe. Was 89, yeah. I don't know. Punisher. He, that too? He-Man was, what, 87? It was, I think it, He-Man was the next thing he did after the Rocky movie. Yeah, like 87. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't I guess I didn't see that movie either. So, oh, yeah, anyway. you've got to watch that. That's yeah. right. that a movie, huh? Yeah, you're not, you're not talking about the cartoon. No, no, uh-uh. it's a it's a yeah. live action movie yeah. based. Yeah. Frank Langella plays uh, Skeletor, Oscar winner. <laughs> did he did didn't yeah. he? And you never see his face, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Now you say he won the Oscar for that? No, no. later later <laughs> no. won an Oscar. Yeah. Well, here I mean I'm yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, no, but I think they'll be. Uh, it kind of looked like John Wick. I don't know the character that well. I know is it John Bernthal has played a played a Punisher and some other. Uh-huh. You mentioned the Punisher. Other, yeah, uh, Thomas Jane played. Well, I want to. Yeah, I want to say a. I mean, there's been and many iterations of this character. Kind of like Doctor Who. Kinda and they like are that. bringing. Are they bringing that back? On is that going to be a Disney Plus show? Are they doing the Punisher? Well, I think I think his character Bernthal coming back? is coming back in uh, Daredevil. Daredevil born again. Is. Yeah, I think so he's what... not going to. They're not doing another series. I never watched the series on Netflix. Did you? I did not yeah. either. Punisher was never one of my mm. favorites. Well, you know, it's maybe it's, Dolph Lundgren running. It's for different me. in that it's it is a Marvel character, but it's not a superhero per se. There was no right. falling in a vat of chemicals or, or bitten by right. a spider, anything like that. It's just well, it's same a with dude. Iron Man. True, true, yeah. true. Well, Iron Man, I guess, kind of... His superpower is money. <laughs> As is Batman's. Yes. That's true. That's right. So, yeah, so I guess Punisher falls into that just without a costume, right? Mm-hmm. Just Well, no, he's got a costume. He's got that logo. That, he's got the Punisher logo yeah. on his black T-shirt. And he wears his... Yeah. 
I guess I need to watch it. Gosh, man. come on. You need to prepare <laughs> Y'all for shouldn't your... be surprised. You point. need to prepare better for your geeks, man. But I, mean, I will tell you, you do need to see the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Gosh, it's hilarious. Okay. It's really, really bad. I'll put that on my list. It's I horrible. see it by 2027. <laughs> well, that's if, I, if I follow my list. Yeah. Uh, that's being optimistic. I, you can't get it from Netflix DVD subscription anymore. Oh, oh, tough luck. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Too soon. Too soon, probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Redbox is going to carry it either. Oh, probably not. Well, no. that's what eBay is for. Is that what Oh, you... my gosh. Really? Are you doing eBay? Or are you getting DVDs off eBay? <laughs> no, I'm not. But I'm, if I wanted them, that's okay. where I would, <laughs> I'm would go. The, first... the, the look that Art just gave. <laughs> I mean, we Jay. did a 12-step program. I mean, <laughs> I it was think, a look you know? of pity, disgust, uh, and horror at yeah, the same time. We're not even recording. This is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> he found us out that's right come in mrs reed <laughs> this has been a four-year long <laughs> or an interrogation yeah. as, as it may be so yeah so anyway so yeah. just what's wait. your geek so Gecko? so what's interesting to me is all the advanced um uh, reviews by celebrities of the Flash movie, the Flash, which comes out in a few weeks, as you listen to this. So the uh, the latest one that is made light is uh, Stephen King, the Master of Horror, or one of them, tweeted. Um, I think it was yesterday, two days ago, as as we record. I got an advanced screening of the Flash today. As a rule, I don't care a lot for superhero movies, but this one is special. It's heartfelt, funny, and eye popping. I loved it. Wow. Hmm. Tom Cruise got a special screener as well. Let's see. What did he say? Uh, he, I'm looking for his tweet, but basically said it was great. Really enjoyed it. Everything you want in a movie, quote unquote. From, and he's got one coming out too, so he's maybe, you think he's just being nice so people like his too? <laughs> well, number one, he got, apparently he talked to the president of Warner Brothers and just mentioned how he'd love to see it. And so they mm-hmm. sent a special screener over for him. Wow. And I'm sure that's the way that, I mean, they set up a private screening for Stephen King, same sort of thing, in order to generate this type of buzz. What I want to know is how do we get on the list you know, for private screening? How do we get on the list for that? I, I mean, mean, I'll take it on it. No, no. I'll, I, I was you just have, warned of secrecy, you know. Yeah, no spoilers. You, you who have never seen a Punisher movie, <laughs> they sent me a DVD. <laughs> they sent it to me on Betamax. That's right. <laughs> right. They sent they sent me an SD copy in Betamax. It's like here's a VHS tape. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> I got a Viewmaster thing. I could just got, got like twelve. Like, like, I got twelve like, key like, scenes. <laughs> the yeah. Flash is running very quickly. <laughs> he stops. You know, Look, he, he looks like he's in 3D. He's I'm right sorry here. for those of you who can't see. I'm holding my Viewmaster. Yeah. Oh man, I love Viewmaster. That was great. Yeah. I had a Space 1999 Viewmaster. Really? Wow. wow. Well, not the Viewmaster itself, but but one the, of the the real. The what do you call those things? Was Cards? it a wheel? Yeah, I guess it's a wheel. Viewmaster yeah. wheel. Yeah, if I remember correctly. So, but but yeah, so it, the Flash is setting itself up to be, you the know, summer moving. A, it could be yeah, and that comes out. June, what's the date? Oh, is June it the 11th or 16th? Or if we only had a divide. Mid-ish June. Mm-hmm. Early mid-ish. I will say this about Tom Cruise. I think he's very much a proponent of movies and people going to theaters. Yeah. So, I mean, he realizes that if everybody does well, you know, that helps the whole industry. Right. Well, and he's kind of credited as being, well, some folks have credited as the guy who saved the The, the theater-going theater. experience, yeah. Yeah, yeah with, the with Maverick. Yeah. So, uh, June 16th, 2023, which I don't know 
of course, the film was initially scheduled for release on March the 23rd, 2018. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Five years later. Wow. Five years later. That's crazy. Uh, what I Ezra had only had one felony by then, I think, <laughs> you know. Well, and then Grant Gustin's run on the no Arrowverse. Yeah, Flash. Punisher title now goes to Robbie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ends in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So right. they go from one flash to the other. Yeah. So um, I still would like to see him take over. Man, he would be great. Mm-hmm. He would be absolutely But the great. Flash trailer looks great. I think it's going to be a good movie. It does. I'm really excited about that one. It does. Let's you know, get crazy. You want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. <laughs> I want to see more Keaton as Batman. Yeah. As I, I want to see Batman Beyond is the way to go with that. More uh, who, who I would love to see James Garfield's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's Andrew Garfield. That's why I said you heard me wrong. James Andrew Garfield, Garfield, is that a precedent? <laughs> he's, dead. he's dead. He's been dead for years. Andrew Garfield is Spider-Man. You know, there's a rumor that uh, Tom Holland's going to show up in uh, the next Spider-Verse movie. How? So. Cool. Oh. And that drops pretty soon. So. We need to go see it. There's been a lot of hype about that lately. It yeah. yeah. It, uh, I love the first one. It's a great, great Great movie. James Gunn's favorite comic book movie is Spider Man in the Spider Verse. Really? Oh, yeah, he across the least. Yeah, he released a list of his top ten or fifteen. Superman the movie is his favorite. Wow. Oh, yeah. Our second favorite. Spider Man the uh, what? What is it across the? It's across the Spider Verse, June second. Yeah. Okay. So that's coming. We need to go. Did you see it, Jay? Did you see the first first Spider-Verse? one? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you saw it, Art. Oh yeah, yeah. It's great. I own it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, on uh, well, just want digital. that you own your own Spider Verse, then you know, <laughs> on, my, on digital media somewhere. Yeah, do you actually have physical media? No, I do not. Oh, you better be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. I know it goes away. It's like we don't have the rights anymore. Sorry, you lost it. That's what? right. That's why I love me a Blu-ray. So, but yeah, June second, we need to go see that as well. Yeah, except it'll have to be the week after because I'll be in parts unknown <laughs> that week. Anyway, Let's so that's around that time. Yeah, I'll be nowhere. Ooh, uh, what a nice how you like, like that segue. It's yeah. almost like a scooter that drives smoothly. We're going to talk Guardians of the Galaxy if we return. Are we going to return? <laughs> Yeah, thanks. So. Let's return. Yeah. We're here. We should just like go ahead and hit record. We'll just finish. Then we got one episode. Oh, let's just let's just do. Yeah, that's it. Uh, let's just go into it. Let's just keep all that in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're back. And yeah. we're back. And we're back. And we did. Back. We paused literally for like twenty seconds. Look at each other awkwardly and said, "Now nah, let's do it." Yeah. So, Guardians of the Galaxy three, volume three. Excuse me. Volume three. Volume three. Uh, has dropped. We have all three seen it. Jay, you went by yourself. I did. I well, went. I was not with alone in the theater. There was, the theater was full, actually, on a Tuesday night. I realize it's bargain night, and that's attractive to many, but... It's a good time to go. But it was it was one of the most full theaters I've been to on a In a, a while, on a probably. Yeah. 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 And then, Art, you've seen it. You yeah. saw it fairly early on, right? Yeah, we saw it the opening weekend and saw it, I think, the Sunday that it came out, but... During the matinee pricing things, too, so we, uh-huh. we also take advantage of that. Am I the only one who paid full you price? You paid full you price. Wow. I'm the only one who valued it enough to pay full price. So, well, initial thoughts of Guardians Volume 3. Jay, you've seen it most recently. Most recently. I thought it was a great story arc, the whole Rocket thing going through. I I, I really like Rocket the character, so as it was going through, I was thinking, I, I really like to see more you know, of this 
ver- you know, the, the grown up, for lack of a better word, version of Rocket. But the story thread was, I thought, was great because mm-hmm. overall, what that brought was some, you know, some heartwarming, some real emotion in amongst all the, you know, the battles and the ships and and all the other antics with you know Star Lord and and everybody else and the whole him and Gamora trying to figure out that relationship aspect of it. But I I thought it was very well done. As I was watching it, I was, you know, I wasn't thinking, oh, this is super impressive. I don't know if this is all that great. But at the end, we know kind of all tied together. I thought this is this is good. I enjoyed this. Cool. What did you think, Art? I thought it was about an hour too long. I mean, I thought I, we were kind of disappointed in it. The four of us that went to see it, we were just like, we thought it was okay, but not much more than okay. And I know I'm in, y'all are bigger fans of it than I was, but I've talked to, uh, I've talked to some other people that kind of, I thought the whole uh, Warlock story, Adam Warlock story could have been left out. Yeah. And, and they kind of shoehorned that in there. I agree. I loved the Rocket story. I, I thought that was good. I liked what they did with uh, Quinn and, uh, or Quill and, uh, and Gamora. I thought that was good. Not, as opposed to Sodom, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The Punisher strikes again. That's right. That's uh, right. I thought that, I'm glad they didn't wrap that up in a bow and, and get all that fixed. So I thought that was good. I enjoyed seeing the characters again, but I just thought there were, it just kind of seemed like it dragged me for a while. Boy, uh, I kept waiting for, what is it, Sarah McLaughlin or whatever to be singing when they were showing <laughs> the annals. <laughs> yeah, I was watching with that American Humane Society thing yeah. at the end to see, yeah. were any animals harmed yeah. or not? <laughs> yeah, they they missed a great opportunity to, to have Rocket Man in the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But sure, I feel sure like can. I'm sitting here between Siskel and Heber. I know. I thought the same thing because <laughs> yeah. I, I knew what I was going to say. And I I'm, I'm just say. watching. I'm, I'm Just keep going. Yeah. I'm just going to watch That's this. Right. This is kind of great. Yeah. So. But, so I mean, did you? How much did you like Volume One and Volume Two? Art loved Volume One, really liked Volume Two. I mean, I, I thought Volume Two was great. Um, to me, Volume One was just really, really good. Caught me by surprise. Enjoyed it. Um, but I mean, Volume Two was right up there. And like I said, Becky wanted to see this because we both liked those so much. And everybody kind of at the end of it was like, "Well, okay, that was uh, a lot." And in fact, as we said, that was that was a lot to take in, and 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 probably just too much. So. It was it was long. I mean, the, mm-hmm. I'm glad I have my app. Yeah, you're always glad you have your app. Uh-huh. What did you think of? Uh, I liked it, uh, not as much as Volume One or Volume Two. I thought it was a touch long. I thought the Adam Warlock story felt bolted on just yeah. because shoehorned in. Kind yeah, of, yeah, just Are they to, trying to introduce him. Yes, they did at the end of uh, Volume Two. Was it? Mm-hmm. Well, some, somewhere but no, or was it Volume One? It, I think it was it may volume, have been volume one. I think it was volume yeah, one. Yeah, because I think everybody expected him to make an appearance in volume two. Yeah. And of course, it wasn't the same. Nobody knew who was going to play him yet. You just kind of had an idea that's who it was. Yeah. He seemed a little petulant mm-hmm. as a character. Like you just wanted to pop him upside his head. Yeah. All right. The time. And um, so I didn't care a whole lot for for the the casting. I'm sure that guy's, I forget his name. He's a good. He's uh, a good, Poulter. I can't remember. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's a good. But yeah. I, I thought he was a little pouty. Poulter was a little pouty. pouty yeah. Was he in before that kind of was his. He's oh. been in the Millers. He was in, um, there's a Brit box. Why didn't they ask? Um, oh, I can't remember. He's in a Brit box show that you okay. may have seen. It's a Agatha Christie story. Yeah. I didn't realize he was British. Yeah. Um, he looks so much like Tim Curry. People wish he had played it in the new uh, version of uh, of it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of the guy that got the uh, guy that got to play that part. 
Uh, and then a lot of people think he was Sid in Toy Story because he looks like that. Oh, yeah. yeah but he, I don't think he was even born when that came out. So, But, yeah, uh, but yeah I mean, like I said, a good actor. And like I thought uh, I, there was there was touches that I really liked. I mean, I, I loved the ending of it. I thought that whole that whole thing was good. I liked what they did with Nebula. Um, I thought that was good. I liked, I, I, have y'all read the explanation of why you could, why Groot said something different? No, I was no. curious about that. The I idea theory, is, but I'm wondering. the idea is of course, you know, as people get to know Groot, they can understand him. Mm-hmm. So like Rocket could always understand him. And then after a while, other people can understand him. And uh, Gamora, it is Gamora, right? Yeah. And now that you've said that, I'm going back to the front. Um, she finally could understand. Right. So us hearing him say that is not that he stopped saying I am Groot. It's that we've been around him long enough that we are part of his family and we could understand I him. Which that. I, I wondered. Which that was cool to me. I yeah. thought that was really good. Yeah. So we are now Groot. We're yeah. all Groot. We're all Groot. That's We're right. We're all Groot. Yeah. Um, and I would like to see, I'd like to see more of that Rocket guardians team too i think that would be kind of fun mm-hmm. i think that would be great and mm-hmm. i mean bradley cooper has done an amazing job yeah as Rocky. he's great and he he ceased to be a talking raccoon in the first movie yeah absolutely yeah yeah he, he's his own character uh-huh and uh i love what cooper's done with it james Gunn's done a great job with it so with directing him i mean it Groot's gotten a little old for me, but mm. Rocket has just been fabulous. Yeah, so. yeah. I wish the end credit scene had been Rocket, Nebula, and Wolverine all talking about. Oh, you think that was bad? Well, here's what happened. <laughs> they all have these, <laughs> you know, terrible origin stories of how they came to be. But yeah. you know, oh, that would be that yeah. would be hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, I did read something where um, apparently in one of the early cuts of the movie, the high Drax carries the high evolutionary out onto nowhere. So there is a thought, according to effects supervisor uh-huh. for the movie, so there's a thought that the high evolutionary does survive. Okay, and you know, Art, how big of a marble? I'm not familiar with really. The, oh, that's what that that must have been after my time or yeah, whatever, because I, I was not familiar with that character at all. I've heard the name, but I don't know him at he's all. He's one of the big bads. So yeah. you know, um, having him survive probably opens up a couple of doors mm-hmm. for a few things. So the only thing I didn't like about him, I mean, the the, the actor and all that was great, but. It almost seemed too Kangish. To yeah, me. it was so parallel to Kang, even in the color. I mean, I guess the last movie we saw that Kang was in, he was kind of wearing a dark blue, purple Quantum Mania, Quantum Mania a lot. Uh-huh. And then so is this guy. They kind of look. I mean, I won't say they look alike, but there was a lot of parallels. Well, it, it even to the point where I wondered if if they could, you know, if they would do something at one point where this is another version of Kang, because there's, you know, as we know, there's infinite versions of Kang. Okay. It might right, even right, be right. a way to solve the Jonathan Majors problem. You have high evolutionary guy come in and they you know, they kind of retcon that and say this was actually another iteration of Kang. Huh. So yeah, because yeah. that's a good. That, I can't remember the actor's name, but he I really thought he was good. Mm-hmm. He was great. Yeah, I thought he was he good. Was great. That was just so creepy. That that face over the face thing. Yeah, <laughs> it reminded me a lot of um, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The silence. In fact, I think somebody said uh, in the audience, "Oh, it's like Hannibal Lecter." Or Skeletor. Or Skeletor. Yeah. He really agrees with Frank Langella. So was that a good send-off for James Gunn from... I do think it was a good send-off. Like sure. I said, you know, I'll probably watch it again uh, and and enjoy it better. 
you know, a lot of times by second viewing of any movie, I seem to enjoy better because I'm not sitting there anticipating stuff. And uh, I, but I think it was. I think it was a good way for him to go out. It's obviously been well received. It's doing great box office. You know, it's been the movie that's been credited with reviving the Marvel mystique. Yes, quote unquote. It's kind of like they were because they and they were in desperate need of that. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. What about the soundtrack? That's always good. Yeah. I wasn't as familiar with the tunes this time as I was, you know, volume one or volume two. Uh, there were some, there were some things that were played, and again, I think they do, did miss an opportunity without having a Sarah McLaughlin on there to, to do her her uh, SPCA that, thing. Or whatever. That would be two thousands, you know. Well, they did. Yeah, that's right. They didn't introduce two thousands until the end. And I've heard, you know, um, that was Florence and the Machine, and I can't remember the name of the lead singer. I don't think it's Florence. It it's may not be. Florence. But she's a huge comic book fan, and she huh. just was in tears watching in the theater, realizing they were playing her song. That was such a great. That was a great moment right there. Yeah. Huh. So. So some of the tunes, uh, "Creep" by Radiohead. Yeah, which is great. Great tune. "Crazy on You" by Heart. Mm-hmm. "Since You've Been Gone" by Rainbow, which is one of those songs I've heard through the years and never knew who did it. Yeah, but uh, it was perfect. And and probably thought there was another artist that or band that sounded very similar that I've been given credit to all these years for doing yeah. it. Uh, in the meantime, Space Hog, which I'm not a big Space Hog fan, mm-hmm. but you know, pretty appropriate that you have Space Hog in Guardians. Um, Reasons by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow. Uh, Do you realize by the Flaming Lips? We care a lot by Faith No More, which the only song anybody knows by Faith No More is, is epic. Yeah, with the the fish yeah. is dying, the fish is dying, save the fish. Um, Canoe No Carnival by Im- Hammock Ehamic. I don't know. Don't know that one. I'm always chasing rainbows by Alice Cooper. Yeah, that was great. The, their use of that was really good. Uh, San Francisco by the Mog- Mogleys. Uh, Poor Girl by X. Yeah, I didn't know that one either. Uh, this is the day by the 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 the, the. Sure, yeah sure, the, the. Uh, No sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah, Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. Uh, Dog days are over. Florence and the Machine. Mm-hmm. Badlands by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, that, which I thought was great. Yeah, so. Uh, I will dare by the replacements and come and get your love by Redbone. Uh huh. So. I've got a CD. I think from the first movie. That's probably yeah. the only Marvel soundtrack I actually not, own. Not not a track. No. <laughs> now a cassette would be appropriate. I guess a cassette would be appropriate. Yeah. It, well, lo- it looks that, like a cassette on the. You know, but that that's that volume one is seventies. It would. Eight track would eight be track would be appropriate for the time period, yeah. yeah. But they did show up, you know. They had the cassette yeah. thing on the soundtrack, yeah. And then, and some of the cooler folks had, you know, cassettes. People that were, uh, you know, ahead of the game had cassette players before. And when uh, when I'm Rocket s- pulled his little key out of his pocket earlier in the movie, before we realized even what it was, I thought it was a Walkman. Uh huh. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. And just the fact that Rocket was the one kind of singing the songs and walking around too instead of Peter yeah. was interesting. Yeah. It was. It, they did a really good job, I think, of passing the torch. And yeah. I don't think, although, what about the end credit scene where, uh, or the you know the end credit scene was great, but the tag at the end, Star-Lord will return. Yeah. So, so what does that mean? He's obviously on Earth. Yeah. Right? Hanging out with his grandfather, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, really nice. And so, I mean, he's got to be an Avenger now, right? That's what I'm wondering, yeah. I mean, right? I would think so. Makes sense. So, he's got to be pulled in somehow. Yeah, because they're bringing in that whole, there's a whole new Avengers roster. Yeah. And, uh, 
Speaking of, have you guys seen the set photos of uh, Sam Wilson, Anthony Mackie as Captain America? Have you seen no, those? Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, there's something released a couple of days ago. Okay, I'll check and that out. He looks great. Looks fabulous. Okay. So, and that's a movie, right? That's yeah. not another series. Okay. Captain America 4. So. Cool. Um, any final thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? That's a loved it from Jay, liked it from Robbie, hard pass, no, worst thing ever from Art. <laughs> I don't think that was what Art said, but but yes, I'll stick by that. <laughs> Thanks for putting the words straight into my mouth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, it's meatloaf. Uh, but um, wow, yeah, I, I like I said, I'll watch it again, see what it is. Now, did you see Quantum Mania? We I all did. went to see Quantum Mania. You now went to go see. That's right. Did we all three go to Quantum Mania? Yeah, yes. that's right. I I forget who I'm with. It had a there were. To me, there was a similar feel in terms in terms of the look, the aesthetic of yeah. the thing, that the otherworldly thing. And I watched about half of Quantumania last night. It, it's a little better than I remember. So you watch Quantum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Quantum. Anyway, uh, I do agree. Even even you know with the negative, uh, the criticism I, I had of the movie, I do agree it was a step up from that and felt like more of riding the ship. Yeah, yeah. And I think when when you mentioned that about the look. I think, for whatever reason, this movie gave me a better appreciation for a director of that kind of movie. So, like, this is yeah. gun, right? Uh-huh. To be able to orchestrate all those yeah. scenes when you know you've got, you know, green screens yeah, and CGI nothing real and everything. Yeah. It just how it all came together is just mind-boggling. And I don't think I ever thought about it until I saw this. I will I, say I found myself missing Civil War. Uh, I mean, not Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America, Winter Soldier, that grounded kind of story. Yeah. I, I want to see another one of those. So I will also say the editor has a lot to do with Oh, that. sure. Yeah. I, but, just, but for the director to movies to are actually together the scene, right? I mean, movies are actually made in the edit bay. I understand that. Yeah. So the director doesn't piece it together. The editor does. Just want to make sure you understand. <laughs> Sometimes they, they do both. Okay. But... Depends on who it is. Like E.T. was saved in the edit room, right? And I that believe the, so. Yeah, Spielberg. Yeah. Okay, now it was Lucas's wife that saved, that cut Star, Star Wars. And, Lucas's and, ex-wife. It was his wife at the time. His was wife. Ex, as we, ex-wife at the time. No, no, they were. I wife think, at the time. I think after Star Wars is when they yeah. got divorced. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, I mean, that, that could be another whole podcast. We won't get into that, but too. I think that's. You know, we've talked about the Peter Jackson problem. Sometimes you need some editor that can, that has enough <laughs> clout to say, "We got to cut this." I'm sorry. I yeah. Know, you know, yeah. kill your just, It was the middle of a fight scene, though, when there were just dozens of characters all interplaying at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's that. It was at that moment that I thought, "Who can come up with this? And who? Yeah. Who? How do you orchestrate all this?" It was just fascinating. James Gunn is a true auteur. Do y'all feel better about his? upcoming stuff with DC based on this or did you ever feel bad about it I was not a fan of Suicide Squad I wasn't either and so I'm afraid that he's probably going to lean a little into that Mm -hmm. aesthetic I'm encouraged by his saying he wants to recapture the Superman the movie kind of feeling with his Superman so we'll we'll just wait and see everybody has said that associated with DC for 40 (laughs) years now except for Zack Snyder yeah, I want everything to be like... Sucker Punch was underrated. I'm still trying to make that magic happen. Super Punch. That's what we'll call it. Super Punch. Oh, man. Ugh. I never saw Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch actually went too bad. Was it not? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember really. 
<laughs> You've slept since Yeah, then. that's right. So. Okay. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it for us this week. We'll see you next time around.